Hey everyone, it's me, Shay, and welcome back to yet another podcast. If you can hear a fan in the background, I'm so sorry about that. It is out of my control. And also, um, if you notice a difference in the quality of today's episode, I'm trying out a different microphone, so that's where that's coming from. But in today's episode, I'm going to be going through all the books that I read in July, just like an overall July wrap-up. And hopefully you'll enjoy. I hope you're having an amazing day, and let's just get straight into it. So, this is actually my worst reading month of the year so far. I only read eight books this month, which is very... It's not average for me. Usually I'm reading about 10 to 15 books in a single month. So, eight was a little bit... It was... I was just behind. I... I am in the middle of a kind of annoying, bad reading slump at the moment, so I didn't read a lot of books this month, which sucks, but it's okay, because I do have at least a few to talk about. The first one being One of Us is Lying by Karen M. McManus. McManus? I'm not sure. Uh, This is a very popular, like, murder mystery, and I thought it was okay. I gave it three stars. I liked the characters. I liked the character dynamics. I did guess the plot twist, though. I found it very predictable, and I found it... It didn't keep me on my toes. I was honestly... I wasn't always looking forward to, like, picking it up. It, it was fine. I, I would recommend it. It just wasn't really my thing. The next thing I read, or reread, should I say, was The Selection by Kira Cass. This is my third time rereading this book. It's honestly just a comfort read, and I felt like it, so I picked it up, and it was really fun. Of course, I gave this five stars. It's just a really... I, I just love this book. Um, then I decided to pick up the fourth and fifth book in the selection series, which I have never read before because they're a spinoff series or a spinoff duology, and you technically don't have to read them, but I've had them on my shelf because they came in the box set that came with the first three selection books, which I've read several times, but um, I just never picked up the spin-off duology because I heard pretty bad things about them, to be honest. So the first one is called The Air, and it follows the end, like the couple that ends up getting together in the first three selection books it follows their daughter who is kind of a brat but we'll get into that uh i gave this three stars and i actually enjoy this book a lot more than i thought i would based off of what people say about it like it wasn't terrible because i had to give it a three star rating um i really liked reading the selection process from the selectors pov And I was happy to see how, I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to spoil anything, but the couple from the first three books are still, like, very much in love, which is so cute. Uh, I did not like the main character, Edlin. She's mean. Every time she would do something good, she'd mess up my opinion of her with, like, a very wrong move. Like, she'd do something, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're cute, you're fine, I like you. And then she'd just go mess it up, and I, I would just be like, oh, my God, Edelyn, stop. She's just, mm. And also seeing the couple that got together at the end of the first three books in their, like, 
30s, their late 30s was so weird because I was used to seeing them as like 18, 19 year olds and I was like, yeah, this is kind of strange, but I mean, it was, it was fine. I give it three stars. I liked it more than I thought it would. Uh, but then I just picked up the second book, which is called The Crown, and I once again gave it three stars, so I liked it enough. Um, the Edelyn was a little bit better in the second book than she was in the first, but there was no chemistry between the couple that ended up together in this book. There was like, where was the development? I couldn't find it, and that's kind of just what threw me off. So overall, The Heir and the Crown... I wouldn't, even though I did give both of them three stars, I would not recommend that you read them unless you're, like, obsessed with the selection. You really only do need to read the first three books to get the full story. These were just stupid, and they weren't amazing, so. Movie. Oh my god, why did my voice just do that? I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> the next book that I picked up, uh, was The Girl from the Sea by Molly Knox Ostertag. If you didn't already know, uh, this is literally one of my favorite books of all time. It is a, like, romance graphic novel. It's very summery. It's very cute. This was the third time that I've read it this year. I just needed something to pick up that was quick and easy, and I read these, well, I read, like, graphic novels in, like, 45 minutes to an hour, so this was super quick. Um, and yes, I do count that as a book that I read this month because it is a book and I've read it this month. So don't tell me that it doesn't count because it does. The next book I picked up was Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. And I went into this with very high expectations because it is extremely popular right now. It is a young adult rom-com and everyone says, it's so great. It's really, it's really cute. It's like perfect. And I gave it four stars, so I really did enjoy it. It was the cutest thing. I loved the love interest. He was really hot. And then what kept it from being a five, it was almost perfect, but it just felt too average. Like, I didn't understand, or I guess I can say I don't understand where the, where the hype is coming from, just because it's like, it just feels like an average young adult book. It doesn't feel like anything that I haven't read before which kind of threw me off and kept it from being five stars so it was good I really enjoyed it I would definitely recommend it four stars is a great rating in my in my book so you know it was fun I really enjoyed it moving on to the next book we have another four star read uh, Falling Over Sideways by Jordan Sonnenblick. This is a middle grade realistic fiction, and I've had it on my shelf for a really long time, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna pick this up and give it a go. And I actually ended up really enjoying it. Um, I read it in an entire sitting, I just read it in one sitting. It made me laugh out loud, like, actually laugh out loud, like, there were parts where I would laugh out loud. I've said that four times now. Um, and I also related to the main character, not to, like, her, um, full, not, not to, like, the, the, I, <laughs> I don't know why I start her like this sometimes, but what I'm trying to say is that 
the main character was going through a really hard situation that I've luckily never been in, but there were things on the side, like, some of the side things that happened to her that I was like, oh yeah, that's how I felt about that. So, that's what I mean when I say I can relate to the main character. So, I would recommend this as well. It's super cute. It's really fast-paced. I really enjoyed it. The last book that I read in, um, July, just forgot the month, uh, was a five-star read. I love this book. It is literally one of my new all-time favorite books. That is how much I freaking love it. It's so good. It's The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. This is a very, like, soft fantasy. It's really, ugh, it's, it's incredible. I loved it so much. It just feels like one of those books that's, like, a huge hug, and that's, it's just perfection. Um, I couldn't stop smiling and laughing when I read it. I would die for every single one of these characters. I thought the ending was perfect, and I would, could definitely see myself rereading this in the future. It was just, you know, chef's kiss. Um, it did take me a whole week to read, which is very abnormal for me because this is when my reading slump kind of decided to say hello. Um, and let's get one thing straight. I was not in a reading slump because of this book. I was just in a reading slump for whatever reason. But I literally was just like, I picked it up. I picked up the second half of it and I was like, okay, I want to finish this because I'm really enjoying it. I'm just in this weird mood with reading. And I could not put it down and I read the last half of it in one sitting while I was in a reading slump. Like, that's how good this book was. And it did not fix my slump because I'm still in it. But I think it's pretty impressive that I was able to read half of a book in one sitting while in a reading slump. So this book, incredible. Please go read it. It's so good. So now it's time to pick my favorite book of the month that was not a reread. I always don't count rereads as like a contestant for my favorite book of the month. But obviously my favorite book of the month in July 2022 was The House in the Cerulean Sea. I love that book so much. As I just said, I it was just obviously, obviously it was The House in the Cerulean Sea. So now I have to go write that in my reading journal, and then we're going to get into some more reading statistics, I guess you could say. We're going to go through my current reads, the rest of what I have on my summer TBR, and also I just wanted to mention really quickly, I did just post a podcast on all of the books that I bought this month because I just decided I didn't want to in include it in the wrap-up, so... If you want to know about the five books that I purchased this month, then you can go check out that podcast. And I am now going to get into my current reads. So the first book that I'm currently reading, I'm reading two books right now, is Uglies by Scott Westerfeld. This is the book that I have to read for summer reading this year. And um, it's terrible. I'm about... 70-ish percent of the way through the book so I only have a little bit left and I'm so happy about that because this book is just like watching paint dry it's boring the main character is like very I'm not like other girls the romance 
is trash um and I don't recommend it that's all I'm gonna say like I said it's just it's so boring it's so boring so just great job school systems once again I know I know um of course all the kids are really gonna enjoy reading this book about people from I don't I don't even know like I just I don't know why they chose this book it, it's really bad so <laughs> uh yeah we're just we're not gonna talk about it anymore the other book I'm currently reading I've once spent I don't know if I already mentioned this but I've been reading uglies for like two weeks that's how boring it is I just don't want to pick it up so uh the other book I'm reading though I've also been reading for a really long time although I am really enjoying it it's been about five days but like I said, I'm in a reading slump, so I just have not felt like picking up a book, so that's why. But it is Reflection by Elizabeth Lim. This is part of the Twisted Tale series, and I've only, only, I just said only twice. I've only ever read one Twisted Tale. I did really enjoy it, though. I thought it was great. It was the Tangled one, what once was mine. Tangled is my favorite movie of all time. It's incredible. So reflection is the Mulan one and the twist is what if Mulan had to travel to the underworld if you're a fan I guess I should have explained more what a twisted tale is if you're a fan of Disney movies twisted tales are basically taking your favorite Disney movie and then taking the basic some of the basic ideas from the plot and your favorite characters and adding a twist and the twist in reflection is what if Mulan had to travel to the underworld and I'm really enjoying that part of the plot it's really fun so I'm excited to continue don't know when that's going to happen because once again reading slump but those are my current reads right now okay so now we're going to be going through the five books that i have left on my summer tbr for 2022 i'm going to be going through these pretty quickly and then i'm going to leave you here we don't have to do the outro just yet though because we still have five books to talk about the first of which is love and olives by jenna evans welch this is the final book in the love and other detours companion trilogy it's just a trilogy of like um young adult romance mystery family found family books I guess you could say there's like a lot of it's it's really fun and they're really cute and wholesome and you can read them out of order but I've been reading them in their in the order that they're they were published in so the latest one is Love and Olives by Jennifer Welch as I just said and this is like a very big 500 page romance novel that takes place in Greece which I find so interesting I'm so excited to read it because I've never read any books like I've read some Greek mythology books but I've never read a book that's like about a vacation in Greece and like modern day you know I've never read anything like that so I'm very excited for this the next book I have is Second Chance Summer by Morgan Matson, which is another romance book that makes a lot of people cry, apparently, but it's a little slow-paced, so I've been kind of putting it off because of my reading slump. I don't want to start something that's people say is kind of slow-paced, so that's 
why that still isn't read. The next book I have is um, Second Chance. I just said Second Chance somewhere. I'm sorry. Um, to Kill a Kingdom by Alexandra Cristo. This is a standalone young adult fantasy that has sirens and, if I didn't already say this, enemies to lovers and I just, mm, I'm so excited to read this. It's also a Little Mermaid retelling apparently and a lot of people have been saying that it's good lately so I'm really excited. I'm so excited to read that book. I'm probably gonna read it very soon. Um, but if you have any fantasy recommendations that like have underwater like like sea creatures, sea monsters, mermaids, sirens, pirates, any of that, I eat that up. So if you have any recommendations, please let me know. I would gladly take all of them. Um, and then the last two books I have are more twisted tales. I have the Aladdin one, which is called A Whole New World, and the twist is, what if Aladdin had never found the lamp? And then I also have the Little Mermaid one, which I'm so excited for because I love the Little Mermaid, and it's called Part of Your World, and the twist is, what if Ariel had never defeated Ursula? So those are the five books I have left on my summer TBR, and I actually have one more thing I want to say before I go. I do have some very exciting podcasts coming up, so I hope you're excited as well. Um, the first one is I'm going to be showing you all of the books that I read over the course of 24 hours. Yes, I did one of those 24-hour reading challenges that are so popular, but I didn't do cons a 24-hour, like, I didn't read for 24 consecutive hours, I just did the timer method where you like stop and start whenever you stop and start reading basically. And I'm so excited to show you all the books that I've read in that time. It's going to be so fun. And I also am going to do a podcast on letting either my dad or my sisters choose my next read and I have to read it. I feel like that would be kind of fun. And then the one that I am most excited for is coming very soon. I am going to be purchasing a book from Dollar Tree and reading it to see if it's any good. I've seen, I've, I mean, I've never seen this done before, so I thought it would be really fun, original. Um, so yeah, get excited. Um, but this is where I leave you. I hope you're having an incredible day and if you weren't having an incredible day I hope that this podcast made your day more incredible I love you all so so much and I'll see you in the next one